This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This week we are talking all about how to deal with disappointing people we love and the feelings of guilt and shame that go with this. Now, maybe you have disappointed your parents in some way, and this could be many decades ago, but you still believe that you'll never be good enough for them. Or perhaps you have let down a dear friend or a partner in some way, and now you are racked with regret and you simply can't forgive yourself. Well, if you can relate to any of these issues, this teaching is going to be for you. We'll be explaining why you feel this way, feel so very bad, and what you can do to finally let go of these feelings of guilt, shame, and regret. Okay, David, so this really heavy, awkward feeling of disappointment, how common is it and how does it manifest in your clients? It's really common and it's something I deal with and talk to my clients about a lot because it's very confusing. I call it the maze of confusion because you're confusing a core belief, what you believe in our model and our teaching, this is expectation and gets confused and creates an emotion. And so the emotion and the expectation really gets confused and it puts you onto the carousel of despair. I'm using a lot of my terms. That carousel of despair where it never changes, you just keep on repeating old patterns and creating the same old emotions. So in this teaching, hopefully, we'll be clearing the confusion, we'll be giving you the insight of what, how you step off the carousel of despair and get to the core issues. So if other people are disappointed in the us, that's based on, obviously, I guess, their expectation of us. But we're the ones that end up feeling bad because of their disappointment. So, so whose expectations are we actually talking about? I was just going to say, before you move on, because that's the difficulty. Yeah. And that's why in my model, I call it expectations. So other people can and will and do have expectations of you. Now, do you accept those expectations? And in your introduction, you mentioned a very, very important group parents. Parents will have very high expectations of their children, how they should act, how they should look, how should they achieve, what careers that they should have, what people they should marry. They will have expectations about everything. So the first question is, of course, it is natural, normal. We cannot stop parents having those expectations. But do we adopt them? Do we take their expectations? And this is what happens to a lot of my clients. They are kind of absorb like a sponge their parents, their family, their culture's expectations, and they becomes their expectations and their beliefs. So 
what you're saying is it's not just about someone else's expectations affecting me emotionally. It's about someone else. So parents have very high expectations of me. I adopt those high expectations for myself also so they become mine. And then that when I when I don't meet my own expectations, then that causes the uncomfortable, painful feelings of guilt, shame, regret, not being good enough, etc. Exactly, Alex. And that goes down to the core teaching. I'm going to say it as I say it on every video. I know you're getting fed up of me saying it. You are the creator of your emotions. You are not the victim. But you adopt other people's, absorb other people's beliefs and then own them as yours. And that's what I find with the majority of my clients. They can't live up to their own expectations. You know, I talk about that high bar. And when you get close, you set yourself these expectations. Do you know what a lot of my clients' expectations are? Perfect. To be perfect, to have the universe and reality the way that you want it, when you want it. Isn't this the voice of the inner child? Because if you get close to that bar, what do you do? You don't jump it, do you? You raise the bar a little higher, and then a little higher, and a little higher, until you fail. And then you say what you said, oh, that must mean I'm not good enough. That must mean I can't cope. That must mean I'm not deserving, not worthy, not lovable. These are the lies that we tell ourselves that create the carousel of despair. This is the teaching. If we do not understand what we believe, again, I repeat this on every video, what do you believe? Why do you believe it? This is so important. But David, if I, if, if, for example, my uh, parents believed that I should do well, uh, mm -hmm. in my education and do well in my career. Mm -hmm. And I also believe that, yeah, I want to do well in my education. I wanted to do well. And I also want to do well in my career because that's important to me. Very important. It, to then, to then kind of all of a sudden decide, well, you know, I'm going to lower my expectations of myself. It, it feels like I'm kind of giving up on myself. I'm, you know, if I'm, if I just want to lower my expectations of myself, so I don't, I don't know, it just becomes very confusing because it's almost like I still feel unworthy. I still feel not good enough. It's, it's, it's almost like I'm trapped in a system of my own expectations, even if I try to extricate myself from my parents' expectations somehow. Exactly. And what you've described perfectly is the pendulum, the emotional pendulum. So what you've said is, I either have to live up to my parents' expectations and maybe beat them, or I have to lower my expectations. How about the Wu Wei? How about living to your truth? Using your example, perhaps your parents want you to be a doctor, and perhaps you're really creative and you're an artist. Should you give up what is right for you in your Shen, your real truth, what you really want to live your life? Should you sacrifice the Wu Wei, the middle ground, to either meet or try and do what your parents want and be a doctor or a lawyer or something else? Or should you swing the other way and then drop out and call yourself, I think you said all of the lies, I'm a failure, I can't cope, I'm not good enough. And 
Why do you swing to those extremes when the teaching is be in your flow? What other people, your family members, is extremely important. They want the best for you. They have a fixed idea what's the best for you. But it may not be the best for you. Do not just accept without question your parents know more about you than you know about you. This is the truth. This is what I call Shen. Truth, honesty, and integrity connects you to that innate value and worth. Why is it what other people want more important than what you want? And But David, if, if for example, as you, you suggested, my parents wanted to be, me to become a doctor or a scientist or something very academic, but I know my natural flow, my share, my authentic self is more creative, more artistic. I wanted to go into the arts. And I know that's my truth. It still doesn't deal with the fact that I, whenever I then have to interface with my parents and I've made the decision to go down a career path for being creative and artistic, that they are always kind of tut-tutting at me, always critical of me, always comparing me to my siblings. And that although I, I know I'm living my truth, there's, it's almost like I, I have an awful sinking feeling still whenever I have to go to family gatherings, whenever I speak to my parents, uh, anything to do with family. And I don't, I don't want that. I want to be able to live my truth and somehow reach a level of acceptance that I will never be the son or daughter that they want me to be. And how, how do I feel okay about that? Well, what you've just described is absolutely normal and typical that I deal with my clients with. This is a real problem that goes right to the heart of the teaching. You have to value your shen, your worth, above their expectations. And this is a core belief. And this goes right down when, we, if you have a look at the inner child teachings that we've done in our archives, I call it the vow. The vow is very important because when you're as a child around those critical ages I talk about between six and nine years old, you have told yourself a vow. You have said to yourself, there's something wrong with me. There's something missing with me. And if you have that very basic that the Taoists call the fountainhead, I sometimes to help you call it the first domino, if you still hold that vow, then it doesn't matter how much you work, you are going to promote, in your case, what you say in the parents, you are going to promote what they believe above what you believe. And here's why. This is the teaching. Because you do not believe at the very fountainhead, at the very core that you have innate value and worth. And you're still, doesn't matter how old you are, looking for others to give you that commodity of value and worth, love, attention, reassurance, to put their arm around you and to say, oh, sweetheart, I'm so proud of you. You are now a doctor. My life purpose, my life of bringing you up is now fulfilled. And you can go, there you are. But you know what? 
you will be the most unhappiest doctor for the rest of your career. For what? To please other people? To get your value and worth from them, which is nonsensical, because you already have innate value and worth. You were born with value and worth. Value and worth, Shen, I call it, is not a commodity that gets handed to you. Or you have to jump the bar to earn it. It's something you already have. And so, David, are you saying that if we truly self-reflect and do this self-inquiry work and understand the principle that we are born with value we don't earn it it's not taking away taken away from us from our parents or judgments from other people if we if we truly understand and buy into that concept then the dis-ease we have with our parents expectations our parents disappointment is it goes away it fades away because we can't do anything about their expectations their judgments their emotional feelings towards what we're doing with our life. We can only live our truth. And if we live our truth grounded in the knowledge that we are already enough, we don't have to earn it, then it's like they are on their journey and we still love them and we still respect them and we can still communicate with them in the way that we we can find easy and comfortable but that we are on our authentic journey and we have to honour ourselves. I couldn't have said it better, as honouring yourself is the connection to Shen. Do you honour them or others, your partner, your friends, your family, your culture? Do you honour that more importantly than honouring yourself? And this is why Wu Wei Wisdom, at its heart, is a spiritual teaching. It's about how you value yourself. It's about understanding what you believe, why you believe it, and not getting the emotions confused, because this is where it goes wrong. As you said in your introduction, my clients are eaten by guilt, shame. They punish themselves, self-sabotage themselves, Worse than anybody else, their expectations cannot be met because they keep rising them and they live a life. I often say in the videos, that image always comes into my head when I'm doing this teaching of the donkey and the carrot that's just dangling out of its reach. And that's how you live your life, trying to get the carrot. And guess what? You already have it. You already have Shen. You already have value and worth. Live in truth, honesty, and integrity and honor your value and worth. Other people may have different opinions. Thank goodness we don't live in a world where everybody's got the same opinions. But you can accept. Here's another great spiritual teaching. Don't try and change it. Don't try and convince them. Don't try and show them that they're they're wrong. Just lovingly, with peace, with a good grounding in your shen, accept that your mother, father, friends, family, culture have a different belief. That's okay, isn't it? We live in a universe of change. We live in a universe of different beliefs. Don't sacrifice yours for theirs. David, just moving this on slightly. So we've talked about 
say, parental expectations and us living our truth and knowing that we have innate value and our value isn't determined by our parents, for example. But what about if we believe we have disappointed someone? So it could be a parent, could be a friend, could be a partner, because not just because we haven't met their expectations and there is a mismatch between who we, what we want to do and what they want to do, but because in a way we have, we have failed them and we have made a wrong move or we've, we've promised them to them and we've let them down. Um, how do we deal with that sort of disappointment where we know we've done something wrong? Yes, this is another big question that I often have to work through with the clients. But again, the grounding, the basic of this, the fountainhead, the first domino is Shen. And as I said, how do you connect to your Shen, your innate value and worth? Where you connect to it through truth, honesty and integrity. So for the example that you've used, if you have made a fundamental basic mistake, use your integrity. First of all, on yourself. Understand why you made that mistake. Have the integrity. You know, people used to ask me several years ago, what do you mean by integrity? And I used to say, walk the walk and talk the talk. And I think that's an important distinction. I've gone one step further now. If you want to get a good idea what I mean by integrity, think of the opposite. Hypocrisy. Don't say, yes, I understand why I made the mistake. If you haven't, if you don't understand, if it's a really bad mistake, as you've said, you've done something, try and understand yourself. Have the integrity because you made that choice. There's something that you did, do, think, believe that made you make that choice. So first of all, understand it. Again, I'm repeating a lot of my basic core teachings. You cannot, un- you cannot change. You cannot change what you don't understand. So if you go to your partner, your friend, and you say, oh, I'm so sorry, I don't know why I made that mistake, you're not going to, you're going to make the same mistake. If you say to them, I don't know why I made the mistake. Guess what's going to happen next week, next month, next year? The mistake will repeat it. So the first thing is to understand why you made the mistake and then take the responsibility, have the integrity, have the truth and honesty to own up to yourself to make sure you don't make that mistake. You have learned the lesson. That's why we call these teachings life lessons. Have you learned the lesson? Have you learned the lesson? Then you can go up to your friend, parent, colleague, partner and say, you know what? I'm going to tell you now why I made that mistake. I'm going to tell you what my misaligned core beliefs was and what led me to that place. This is what's changed. And I do not want you to uh, forgive me I want you to accept that we are all human beings and we all make mistakes and we should learn from our mistakes. You couldn't get more Taoist in this teaching. We are here to learn from the mistakes. But I can tell you what happens to my clients is they don't. They step on the carousel of despair. They justify it. They blame other people. They blame their emotions instead of looking inwardly and be accountable. Be accountable, understand, and then choose whether you want to make that difference. And once you approach 
a family member, a colleague, a partner, with that mindset, the energy is totally different. The energy will be different. What If they love you, if they care for you, of course they're going to accept that because the first thing that they will say is, hey, we all make mistakes. Or, but what happens if they don't? What happens if they won't forgive us? What happens if they are just saying, I can't not be disappointed about that? Mm. So even if we accept that we are not perfect, so we lose that personal expectation and we do the right thing, as you say, we, re- we reflect on what we've done, we learn the life lesson, we make a vow to ourselves that next time I'm going to make a different choice. So we've done the work, but they won't change their expectations. They won't let go of their disappointment. How do we deal with that? Then we have to respect them. And relationships in any form are not set in stone for life. And again, we've done many teachings on this. A relationship means that two people want to be in a relationship and will relate. If that other person, whoever it is, a partner, a friend, a family member, does not want to, then you too have to accept that. And you have to respect them and respect yourself. And you have to tell them the truth. If you don't understand that all human beings, including you, have made mistakes, if you do not understand that I have learned and understand why I made that mistake, then we have to accept that this relationship will not succeed because it doesn't matter how hard you try, you cannot have a relationship unless two people want to relate. And that may be difficult for you, but you can't change. That is the reality that you live in. That's a reality that we all live in. I think it's so important that we understand that we live in a universe and a reality of change. Nothing stays the same. But then something might strange happen in a few weeks then when they've had chance to reflect, to go over it, to review it, to see you acting and working in a different way. They too might change. They too might understand because you are leading by example. And this is why I sometimes used to say integrity is walking the walk and talking the talk. Many people can talk the talk. Many people can tell you how it should be and how they want it, but do they walk the walk? And so when they see you change, when they see you've learned the lesson, and then they may want to or they may not want to, and we have to respect them, renew a relationship on a different level, a more healthy level, a more level based in truth, honesty, and integrity. Wonderful. Thank you, David. And I will post in the show notes links to our love and relationships playlist and all the teachings that will help you with this subject. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuwaywisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group on our YouTube channel and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy and in your flow.